Disclaimer, we do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. We can rest at the Pokemon Center over there. Tomorrow, we begin my conquest of this town's gym. I am Guy. I am your friendly gym guide. We'll have you all ready to go, is what I'd be saying if our gym leader was, you know, actually here. That is the list of the stuff she was supposed to do today. You can use it to retrace her steps, track her down. We split up? I guess I'll go to the pop shop. Maddie, you spot these big old bags of Pokemon food. I could probably carry that. 30 minutes later. <laughs> Velma heads to the Pokemon school. Now she'll show you the path of glory! Revolution! <laughs> go back to Chris. You walk to the soda shop. It looks like your classic 50s Americana diner. Well, this is a lot nicer than I had anticipated. Chris is going to try to find the most rebellious looking individual in this diner. It's pretty easy to spot. There's only three people sitting at the bar being attended by this uh, very worn-out clerk. Two guys, big, burly guys in matching denim uniforms. And you also see punk-looking woman, poofy ponytail in the back, pompadour in the front. As she pops another bubblegum bubble, she bangs her fist on the counter. Yo, where's, like, that next round? (sighs) All right, here we go. Chris is going to walk over there to try to talk to the gym leader. Um, excuse me, young young ma'am. She doesn't even bother to turn around. She just says, you're excused, my dude. Come on already. Like, chop, chop. Give me that pop. I don't know what I was expecting, but okay. I'm sorry. Are you Wendy, the the gym leader? Like, who wants to know? Me. Because I just asked you. (sighs) Yeah, I'm Wendy, the gym leader of Brayburg Town. You found me. Ta-da! Okay, good. Glad we got that out the way. Um, when are you planning on doing, you know, gym leader things? Uh, probably, like, never. I need a break from all that. Not really my thing anymore. In fact, once you're done bothering us, we're gonna hit the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, you think that's funny? Like, let me hear your joke then, Mr. No, Comedian. Like, not... let, let me <laughs> let me hear what you gotta say. Uh, no, I just find it funny that you remind me of someone. That's all. You want to go on this grand adventure outside of, you know, being a gym leader. Uh, yeah. That's, like, what I literally just said. Mm-hmm. And how do you plan on doing that? One, gonna get a bike. B, ride off with my two new best buds right here. 
and she points to the bikers in the red and green shirts. And third, like, who cares after that? Do you even know their names? Well, Doi, red shirt's Don, green shirt's Dan. Uh, actually, uh, I'm uh, Dan, and he's Don. I see. Excuse me, I'm... I, I have to know. When did you meet this young lady? We actually met earlier this uh, morning, as I assume her original intent was to remove us from the premises on account of our prolonged visitation of this here establishment. Ain't that right, Donnie? <sighs> Pardon his lack of vocaciousness with his vocabulary. He lost his tongue a while back. Ah, oh, I am so sorry. Yep, just an occupational hazard for us soda jerks. And he gestures proudly to an emblem of a soda bottle with wings on the back of his denim jacket. Visiting all them vintage soda shops in the world can be a surprisingly unforgiving vocation. Hmm. And how long have you two been doing this? See, that right there is a mighty interesting and narratively compelling backstory. So there I was, a young little- Yeah, yeah, that's like great, Dan. Look, dude, if you're gonna like- Young lady, it is rude to talk when someone is telling us something. Okay, you know what's rude? Barging in and being like a total grump when we're like trying to enjoy ourselves here and telling me like what to do. No, no, of course, of course, you're your own girl, your own woman. You can totally make your own decisions. Obviously, you want to experience the world. But here's the thing that I'm just kind of baffled about. You know, feel free to answer it if you want to. But um, did you ever think about the negative repercussions of your actions? Like, what are you blabbing about? What happens if you were to leave as said gym leader? What happens if you were to, oh, I don't know, just say, heck it all, I'm going to go out and be this wild young woman of my time and go out and do these things that kids do uh, on adventures. I, I don't know what you kids do nowadays. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an old man. I'm not even gonna lie to you about that. But don't you think as being a gym leader, you hold a lot of responsibility and also you're at a higher stature. Don't you think people look up to you more because you're a gym leader? Oh my god, if you care so much about the position, you can, like, have it. Just take it. Hmm. Is she... sit? Okay, is there, like, an open seat near her? Uh, no, she's being, uh, flanked by these two guys, pretty much. Um, pardon me, but would it be alright if I were to sit down and have a very small chat with her. It won't take more than five minutes. So Dan looks at Don, Don looks at Dan, and Don turns to you. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Dan and Don get up from their seats and suddenly find the jukebox in the corner to be the most interesting thing in the room. And Chris sits down. Something seems to be on your mind outside of just being a gym leader. But I don't know what it is. You don't have to tell me, but... I don't know why you're so repulsed by being a gym leader. I want you to make a heart check. Okay. Uh, I got a two. She takes a long swig of her soda pop. Do you know, like, what it's like being the first gym leader most people see? I don't think I can say that. It's like it's like it's like it's like all these weak 
new trainers come in with like whatever they find on route one and they think it'll be like easy pickings. And I like have to be easy pickings because I always have to hold back so they like have a fighting chance. Day after day, chores, loses some wimps, rinse, repeat. She pauses. She takes another big swig of her soda and she like buries her face in her jacket, like forehead on the table. I'm so tired of it. Well, while I may not understand where you're coming from with, you know, being a gym leader, I can understand the monotonous routine of doing the same thing day in and day out. But is there not any way that you can, I don't know, spice things up at your gym? What do you mean? Is there any rules stating that you have to battle trainers as a normal gym leader? A moment passes, and then suddenly you see her just bolt upright, and she slams her drink down on the thing. With this very wicked grin, she points right at your face. You, me, battle right now. Uh, um, pardon me, what? Because you're right. If it's not a gym battle, I don't have to, like, hold back. You and me, like, one-on-one, let's go. Chris blinks twice. Well, that is one way to spice things up, I suppose. Uh, you, just letting you know, I'm not, I'm not really much of a trainer or battler, so, uh, don't expect to- Do not ruin this for me! I need this! Yeah, okay. This episode is late. It was supposed to come out three days ago, but it's late. Wasn't there. Now it ain't. Cause it's here. So thank you for your patience. Okay, that's enough of that. Hi, Kay here. Welcome to the pause menu. We've been expecting you. I have this nice comfy seat for you right here. Go ahead and take a seat. Sit down. Good. Okay, there we go. Um, what do we have to go through right now? We have the NPCs. We did that now. So one of the rewards for becoming a Patreon supporter at any tier level is that I might use one of your names for an NPC's name. And in this episode, the Soda Jerks, Dan and Don, those are named after Daniel Shaw III and Dongo the King. So thank you both for supporting the show, and I hope that your own soda-based adventures are fantastic. Speaking of our Patreon supporters, time to give a shout out to our Ultra Ball level tier supporters, uh, which are $10 and up. So thank you to Donkey Oto and Dongo the King. If you're not already and you are able to, uh, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Uh, you can get access to bonus tidbits. Last week, we took a little dive into the music and the making of it. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash Legacy. And if you don't want to or you're not able to right now, that's fine. I get it. Uh, you can still support the show by retweeting it, uh, sharing it with your friends. You can use the hashtag Legacy. And if you are enjoying the show, let us know because we enjoy knowing and hearing that you are enjoying the show. And before we go back to enjoy the rest of the episode, um, so the next episode is the first gym battle. Now, I haven't gotten around to editing it yet, 
Uh, so I can't say for sure whether it's the same average length as every other episode or whether it's going to be longer than that. That also means that I can't guarantee that the next episode is going to be out within two weeks from now. Because if the episode is longer, it might take longer to make sure it's ready for you guys to enjoy. I will make sure it gets out by the end of May of this month. Past that, I don't want to really commit to anything yet because, well, otherwise it might end up late like this episode was. Okay, this pause menu section has gone on for long enough. Uh, thank you for your patience and your understanding. Time for another heaping helping dose of Chris. And. Unpause. <laughs> Wendy saunters over to the opposite side of the soda shop you're in, and she punches a quarter into the jukebox, and you hear this boogie-woogie rockabilly jam pump through the air. She tosses out a Pokeball, and out comes a Mawile. Yeah? Uh, come, come on out, Ginger. Let's roll for initiative. So, that's a four for Mawile and a six for Ginger. So, Ginger goes first. He points at Ginger and he says, Ginger, use Fire Fang, but not too hard. All right. Roll for physical attack. Super effective. All right. Oh. Okay, so that's an eight shift hit. Uh, Describe how that plays out. He wasn't... He was hoping Ginger would kind of catch on to his... Tiny little, but but not but not too hard. Instead, Ginger just heard Fire Fang bite and latches onto the Mawile's body and bites into its like waist. And just you see flames and smoke coming out of its mouth as it gnaws on the Mawile and then backs away once it's done. Ginger's now wagging her tail, looking back at Chris. It's like, did I do good? The Mawile is now burned from the sheer force of that attack. Now, Wendy doesn't look bothered by this at all. In fact, she looks even more amped up than before. Like, now that's what I'm looking for. All right, Mawile, let's play rough with the big dogs. <laughs> you see the Mawile charge forth and start swinging her jaw head thing for... That's a eight against your two. That's a six shift hit. So Mawile's jaw horn thing slams right into Ginger's head with a metallic. <laughs> it actually catches on Ginger's raked horns and it tosses her into one of the soda shop booths to the side. Ginger, you good? Are you, are you okay? Ginger gets back up and onto the tile floor. The force of the blow left her a bit shaky and you can tell that her attack stat is dropped by one stage. But she shakes it off enough to get back onto her feet. <sighs> he looks at the Mawile. That seems to be pretty, I'm guessing, amped up, just like Wendy is. There's no other way to really get through to her if this is what she wants. So, Ginger, attack once more with a Fire Fang. Roll physical attack. With a negative two modifier, thanks to that play rough stat drop. 
So, so Ginger got a two and the Mawile got a negative one. Okay, so that's a uh, three shift hit. Ginger, still a bit off kilter from the last attack, leaps up, but latches onto the jaw horn rather than Mawile's more vulnerable fleshy areas. The hard steel would have shrugged off the blow completely, but your flames seem to do at least a bit of damage, not to mention the burn damage from the attack before. Once the two separate, Wendy turns to her Mawile. Okay, second verse, same as the first. And Mawile goes for another play rough attack. Oof. And... That's a one shift hit. Ooh. You want to try a paint in that picture? Uh, as the Mawile is coming to pounce onto Ginger, Ginger instinctively tries to move out of the way, but one of her hind legs trip from the from the first previous attack and still gets caught in the line of attack by the Mawile and gets injured, but not as, not as damaging as it was the first time. Yeah, so when Ginger stumbles out of the way, she also causes the Mawile to just skim across Ginger's side with her metal flail of a, of a jaw horn rather than get the full force of the blow. So a bit of damage, but like you said, not as damaging as before. All right, so top of the order again, Ginger. Chris is looking at how this is all playing out, uh, surveying his surroundings, and he's trying to find the best way to end this as quickly as possible, but he slowly starts feeling back because he's like, oh, she just talked about being easy to take down. I don't know if I should take it easy. Right. So you notice the look on Wendy's face. This huge, toothy grin. Uh, despite the Mawile looking pretty close to a knockout, she seems to be thoroughly enjoying this. So a question for you. Would Chris really spoil the first fun battle she's had by going easy on her? Nope, nope not, not taking it easy. He uses Fire Fang again. Uh, so the negative modifier, would that be a negative two now? Or? Negative two. Okay. And... Ginger got a one, while Mawala got a negative one. Right. So with that two shift hit, uh, Ginger sinks into Mawile's steel jaws again. But this time, though, the Mawile is ready to take it. She does take a tick of damage, but she manages to swing around and beat the Houndoom off of her. And then she slowly rises back up again. Oh. The Mawile sharpens her claws... Her jaw horn bears its massive, thick fangs, ready for one final all-out attack. <laughs> and then she stumbles back and crashes into Wendy, burn damage taking its final toll. He instinctively runs over to Wendy and her Pokemon. Oh my goodness, are you guys okay? Uh, I, di I didn't think it'd be that much of a, a damaging attack. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh man, that is like just my luck. First non-gym battle I have and I still end up losing. Do I suck or what? N no, you. I, I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's just, well, the type advantage was really unexpected. So uh, don't, don't take this that hard. Nah, dude, that was great. It was like just what I needed. 
really? Yeah. Having, like, a normal battle outside that stuffy gym? Perfect way to heat things up. Actually, yeah, I think I know how to spice up my gym battles now. Well, I'm glad I was able to help. Are you and your Mawile gonna be okay? Do you need to go to a Pokemon Center to heal? Oh, yeah, she'll be fine. We'll just heal up back at the gym. And rather than recall the Mawile to her Pokeball, Wendy just hoists the Pokemon onto her back and starts to carry her piggyback style. But before she makes it to the door, she turns around. So I just realized I, like, totally flaked out and, like, didn't get your name. Oh, uh... Christopher, but you can just call me Chris for short. Well, Chris, you don't have to worry about me, like, running off or anything. I'm gonna go right back to my gym duties. Yeah, uh, uh, I have two friends who, um, would like to participate in a group battle with you. Like, once we heal up, sure. We could do one later this afternoon. Oh, wow, uh, thank you. You see her pop a bubblegum bubble goodbye... And she carries Mawile out the door. And then he looks over to, like, the slightly singed area of where Ginger was, like, using Fire Fang inside this establishment. Oh. Oops. Uh. Sorry. Uh, Dan the Soda Jerk turns to you and says, Hey, uh, don't you fret on my fine fiery fellow. We'll clean this place up for you before we continue on our soda spirit journey. Oh, cool. Hey, it's the least we could do for you helping that fine young lady come to her own resolution. We'd raise our own concerns to her, but uh, Donnie and I... <gasps> yes, exactly right, Donnie. Who are we to tarnish the ability of a young trainer to choose their own path and make their own choices? Yeah, I, uh... I, I see what you mean. I... I hope you guys have a very safe and adventurous journey to your next destination, and if we happen to cross paths again, I'd love to try some of your soda. Hey, I'll be holding you to that, friendo. <laughs> and they wave to you as you head back out the door of the soda shop to meet with the others. Let's cut in we're back at the Pokemon Center, early afternoon. Velma and Maddie, you two are sitting when Chris finally rejoins you. Chris turns to the party and he says, So, how was your day? I did a lot of cardio. I mastered a small army. Oh. No big deal. Care to explain? <sighs> Those kids down there definitely know a good leader when they see one. <laughs> I'm happy for you. As you should be. Questions for later. Well, Maddie, I'm glad you got some cardio in today. What did you do exactly? You went for a nice run? Uh, well, you know, is that when we went to the Pokemon Center, they did not have any food? Mm-hmm. I found it. And I... I, I tried to bring it up the hill, and I, I, I could not. So, uh, I, yes, I had some help. Ah, I see. What happened to your character voices? What? I'm doing it! 
I wasn't sure if the list made it harder or easier to hear everything. So I was just trying it out for a little bit. Okay. Is this still the? T- is this still uh, understandable? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Back into the background I go. Whew. He comes out to criticize our voices. <laughs> so was that? Was it just me? Or did we just see God for all of three seconds? Who now? So yeah, I got some cardio and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh. I don't really want to talk more about it. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> well, I have some good news and uh, odd news. Oh, lay it on us. The good news is, you guys will be able to challenge the gym leader pretty soon. <gasps> Cause I found her. Ah, oh, finally! How did you manage that? Well, it's an interesting story. I have time. I went to find Wendy, and I, I, I did. And let's just say she's a very interesting gym leader to talk to. But I ended up fighting her, um, ended up beating her, and somehow she enjoyed it. And now she is willing to take on us as uh, gym challengers. Oh, oh, that's good. Y- yeah. Well, what are we waiting for? Honestly, just I, I, I don't, I don't know. I've never actually done a gym battle before. It's not my thing. Uh, it's more like Maddie. Maddie just like grabs both of their wrists and just tries to drag them off to start running towards the gym. Oh boy! Wait, no, no, no. come on! It's not. I mean, we're not ready for this yet. I don't think we are, at least. We'll not know until we try. Mm-hmm. <laughs>